Good morning, everyone, and happy Tuesday. Uh, I am Jen Cords, partner at the NOR Group, leading our RevOps function. NOR is actually traveling today, so he's not going to be joining us. But today's topic is something that is highly relevant and timely and just um, something I'm really passionate about. And so uh, today we're talking about the explosion of the MarTech industry and all of the tools and technologies that are currently available to teams. And then also what that impact has on operations functions, as well as the broader audience of um, users within any sort of organization. So just quickly diving in, um, we are live every Tuesday um, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. We welcome your comments and engagement, ask questions. Um, if you can't watch this live, then please jump into the conversation uh, on any of those platforms, but also you can join us at the NOR forum at norgroup.com slash forum, where we have a entire RevOps group where we share helpful tips and tidbits, as well as just research articles and things that are really relevant to the RevOps space. So today's topic, like I said, the explosion of the industry. Um, in 2011, for those of us that have been in this industry for a while, we remember the marketing landscape was, was relatively limited. There were just about 150, 200 vendors uh, and tools to choose from. Integrating them was somewhat clunky at times just because there were, weren't open interfaces and things like that. And then just year after year, uh, Scott Brinker, who runs uh, Chief Martech, has tracked the explosion and growth of the Martech industry. And so he recently released the 2022 Martech map. And um, there's just shy of 10,000 tools now available to operations teams and companies uh, as a whole. And we didn't, there wasn't a map released last year, um, but between 2020 and 2022, uh, almost 2,000 tools were added to the Martech landscape. And so I'm just gonna quickly share my screen and show you just what this looks like. And then we can dive into what this means for your respective operations teams. So this is the MarTech landscape progressively year over year. And you can see that all the way back in 2011, you could read every single one of these icons. There were lots of little groups because they all did different things. And now as the years have progressed, the icons have gotten smaller and smaller. And the, the subgroups within each one of these categories has actually gotten smaller and smaller. And so this year, the MarTech map, there is a super graphic of this. And this is what it looks like. But nobody can actually read any of these icons. And so the growth and explosion of this industry has actually led to the development of a really awesome community resource that is currently in beta, but it's called the MarTech Map. And if you're in operations and you haven't signed up for it yet, I strongly recommend that you do because not only is it a great resource to learn about other options for tools within any of these functions that you're trying to manage, but it also allows you to dive in and learn a little bit more about all of those tools and stay a little bit up, more up to date on everything that's happening within the industry because unlike this map 
that has been released year after year, this is a static graphic that is only updated on an annual basis, whereas the new MarTech map tool is a growing resource that will change with time and you can contribute to it and share your knowledge with other operations professionals. So I'm going to quickly switch over to that screen. So this is what it looks for, looks like. Um, like I said, if you haven't signed up for it, just go to martechmap.com and you can sign in with your email address and create an account. And one of the really cool things about this is it does break out the various tools by their function and then also their subgroup. So like advertising and promotion, there's display and programmatic advertising. If we keep scrolling down here, there's also mobile marketing and then you can get into native and content advertising, PR, et cetera. So every single one of these categories has subcategories related to it. And you can search for a specific vendor. You can choose what vendors uh, headquarters, where, where they're headquartered in case that matters for your company. You can also just select the subcategories. So let's say you're doing research because your company wants to dive into ABM. You can search for ABM tools and it will filter this entire massive chart and give you the top players for the ABM space. And then any one of these, you can click on it and you can get a high level tooltip. But then if you click into it, it'll actually take you to that respective website where you can learn more about the tool. So I really love the creation of this MarTech map tool because I really think that it'll help uh, the, with the awareness that not only the operations team needs to have on all the tools that are at their fingertips and what category they live in, but also it'll help the broader team understand what's available to them and choose the thing that will fit their business purpose um, most readily. So this, this is a really cool tool. Again, if you haven't signed up for it, it's martechmap.com. And uh, I'll share a lot of these resources also in our NOR forum, which is norgroup.com slash forum. Now, why does all of this matter? Why does this massive growth matter to operations teams, to the broader teams in any company? And at the end of the day, it matters because all of these tools need to play nicely together. Many times uh, in actually previous episodes of Rev Up, we have talked about the user journeys and the audit that my team runs when we engage with a new client and creating your system architecture and understanding how the data flows between all of your systems. And all of that's really important so you can have a single source of truth and you can have a broad understanding of what all entails your customer's journey. And so you want to make sure that the data flows from system to system. And so you can have a single source of truth and a single record of truth for that person. And you can understand what their user journey looks like. And why that matters is because optimizing the user journey to make sure that they get the content at the time and place of their choosing, as well as driving them further down your funnel to want to have a conversation with your sales team. You have to find the, the balance between those things because no one's going to follow your ideal path. But at the same time, 
you want to at least know what they are doing to help inform how best to talk to them. Because if you approach them in a way that doesn't match where they are in their journey, they're going to be turned off by your sales cycle. And so all of these tools working in concert together is really, really important. And also when you create your system architecture, again, uh, MarTech or Chief MarTech does this really cool thing every year. It's called the Stackies. Um, and it's ways that you can visualize your marketing technology landscape. And why that matters is because when you bring in a new technology, it creates ripple effects across your entire tech stack. But also when you remove a technology, it too can create ripple effects across your entire tech stack. And so if you're just ripping and replacing technologies or sales is adding tools that marketing doesn't know about, all of that can create silos of data. It can also create uh, friction that's unnecessary within your tech stack. And so creating a way to visualize how all of the tools that you have work together and where that data goes, it'll give everybody a common understanding and a common language to work from. So when they are wanting to add another tool, you can look at your architecture and say, okay, well, your business use case is X. We have these other tools that can do some of what you're asking for. Would these work? And so then you're not spending resources, time, money, effort on bringing a new tool into the stack. It could be expanding the technology that you already have in place because we've done some research and most companies are using 10 to 20 percent of the entire capability of the tools within their tech stack. And so that's a lot of scale that you can increase by just looking internally to your internal tech stack and expanding the capabilities and the uses that you already have and the functionality that you already have without having to go buy another solution that may be used for one thing and then you forget about it and then it just sits there and it adds to your tech bloat. So all of these things kind of come into play with having a well-oiled machine driving your business and driving your revenue. And so recommendations would be one, if you haven't, if your ops team, all of them, sales, marketing, customer success, if you do have a unified rev ops organization or function, um, if you haven't created your marketing art, marketing, tech stack architecture, or even just your tech stack architecture, your system architecture, strongly, strongly recommend that. We did an entire episode on system architecture early on. I want to say it's episode two or three. Um, I'll leave a link in the comments for that as well, but strongly recommend that your ops teams creates a system architecture and, and that includes data flow. Is it a one-way, two-way, native integration, et cetera? Very, very important because that literally will be the foundation of what your operations teams, all of them, do and who's responsible for what. You can create baseline entitlements from that. You can create onboarding, offboarding procedures from that. You can also share that with your CISO or your IT department to make sure that security related to all of those tools has been properly set up. So really having that system architecture is 
critical to the long-term success of your business. And so number one, if your ops team doesn't have one, strongly recommend that they get one and leverage these tools like the MarTech map to visualize what those are or categorize what they are. Um, and then number two, making sure that you have a plan, like a growth plan, understanding the depth of usage of your various tools in the tech stack. So maybe your marketing automation system, you're running at 60% capacity and your, I don't know, your, your field marketing technology or your um, ABM technology is only running at like 20%. See where those two, you could find better alignment and where you could actually share some of the insights from the marketing automation tool into your ABM tool to help target better or create better user journeys. Um, and so trying to find ways to create uh, a symbiotic relationship between all of your various tools is really important as well. And that that text, that system architecture is really going to help you with that. Um, the other thing that's really important, I'm going to share my screen one more time. The what the stackies do, they are an award for uh, tech stack visualizations, but what they also do is that they categorize them by what the tool is. So here you're looking at in orange, these are all marketing automation technologies. These are all the dark blue are all ad technologies. And so here on the right side, they've categorized what tools they have within their tech stack and where they fit and what sort of high level category or subcategory do they fit into? And so when you're looking at this visually, if three quarters of this map was orange, then you'd know that you were super heavy on um, marketing automation and data type tools. And if there were only a couple blue ones, maybe you're very light on your advertising tools. And so you'd want to create a better balance between those. So no one team is taxed with too many tools or vice versa. If you had a whole bunch of sales tools and not enough marketing tools, you could classify and categorize them in that way too. And then if we just scroll down, they've done this year, it was kind of the, the visualization of towns more or less, but they also have grouped them by what they are. And so everything that's green, this is activation and engagement. This is content marketing. Here's some sales enablement tools. Here's your event tools. So again, if any one of these categories is larger than another, uh, it would allow you to, to see, okay, well, why do we have so many here in the purple? Do all of these tools do something separately that is important and can't be consolidated or can we start consolidating this and help reduce the tech stack and reduce that tech bloat as well as cost. And so just the visualization, I mean, you can visualize these things in many, many, many different ways. And it doesn't have to be this pretty with graphics and everything else. It literally can be a lucid chart at the end of the day of here's the tools, here are how they connected together. Um, but having it, is super important because then you can also communicate to the broader audience. The executive team can understand this. The sales leadership can understand this and the tools. And even if they don't understand what each individual tool does, they understand that this collects your data 
this helps unify your data. You're enriching things here. You're predictive. That's your forecasting. You're creating pipeline and you're creating things in this, this next category. And this is how you activate it. This is how you broadcast it out. And this is how people consume it. At the very minimal level, anybody can understand that. And so having this way of talking about it helps um, take what operations does on a day-to-day -day basis and puts it in a way that everybody else can kind of understand it without in getting into the minutia of, well, how does this tool talk to that tool and what's an API and what's a native integration and blah, blah, blah. All of those things ops people get super jazzed about, but everybody else, as soon as you start talking APIs and coding and everything else, it may, they'll just glaze over and you're getting too far into the weeds. So having your data visualization in a way that everybody can consume it and kind of understand it is really important to having um, both the awareness, but then also the confidence that the rest of the organization understands and, and puts into your operations team, that they know what they're doing and that they have a plan and that they have it all documented and here's the security. And, and so having all of that stuff in a unified place and a unified visualization it's really, really important. So how does it, how does the growth of the tech industry impact operations? Well, as you've seen, I mean, operations teams have nearly 10,000 tools to choose from and every organization doesn't need a huge tech stack, but understanding who the big players are, who the uh, movers and shakers are the new technologies, like maintaining a pulse on the new developments within the industry is really helpful to create your strategic roadmap for your company. So today you may be doing form fills and a bunch of gated content, but by looking at that MarTech map, you may see that there's a better way to do that. And you can, um, track people's engagement with cookies, or they only have to fill out the form once and then they can content binge with tools like PathFactory, or um, you can see the various tools that are coming out into the market to help with the cookie-less future and the, the ways that the advertising industry is going to need to adjust when the Google algorithm changes again. Um, you can also find better ways to do project management. And so leveraging this massive knowledge base without having to know all of the tools, you can help narrow your focus. And so one of the other things that my team does well is when we're doing managed service for some of our clients, we ask questions related to what their outcome is their desired outcome is. And so when we are working with them to grow their tech stack, we understand the foundation, we've created the system architecture, we've done our audit and how the data flows between everything. One of the next things that we do in our accelerated time to close process is looking at their user journeys and their personas. And then we move into understanding, um, how they need to grow and scale their technologies to help achieve their revenue goals. And so today they may only be using like Salesforce Marketo 
or Salesforce HubSpot. But then in the future, they need to do call recording. They need to have predictive analytics. They need to understand buyer intent type data. So understanding what the business goals are in the future can help you set a roadmap to get there. And so you can plan out when you're doing tool implementations and how is it going to fit into the broader architecture that you already have and you're already maintaining. Because one of the other problems that operations teams have is they have massive technology stacks that they need to maintain, as well as all the demands that the rest of the organization has on them and the bandwidth gets really stretched or you have people managing tools that they don't fully understand because they haven't had the time to dive into it. So making sure that you have the right people and processes as well as technology in place uh, will help not only the company achieve its revenue goals, but also keep your operations team running like a well-oiled machine and it'll reduce the friction between handoffs, between marketing and sales, but it'll also improve the data and the responsiveness of sales when marketing gives them something. And so if you create the feedback loop and they understand how the data is getting there, they can help give you intelligence that will help marketing and operations improve the enrichment process, improve the life cycle process, improve the data that's like within the, or the system and that everybody's operating from. So the end of the day, the point of all of this is to make sure that your tech stack is well documented and that you have your system architecture and don't be overwhelmed by the vastness of tools that are available in the market. Leverage these resources like the interactive MarTech map, leveraged resources like Chief MarTech, or if you're not part of any of the Slack groups that exist for operations people, um, find them, leverage them, learn from others, ask really good questions. Uh, Nor says it all the time. If you want better answers, you have to ask better questions. And so if you don't know something, ask the question. The operations team and just the operations environment, everybody who works in ops, I have never found someone who is not willing to roll up their sleeves and help you out. If you have a question and you've done your own research and you're still not getting it, I guarantee you someone will be willing to help answer that question, either in a Slack group, post it to Twitter, post it to Facebook, come join us in the NOR forum, ask me and my team. We are more than happy to point you in the right direction and give you our thoughts and feedback. So uh, dive into these new tools. There is also a new uh, state of MarTech report that Chief MarTech and Scott Brinker put out. It's a really good read. It has some really good uh, future looking ideas, but it also has a really uh, critical eye towards the reflective, like where the industry has been, where is it going? How has it evolved, good, bad, ugly, otherwise? So these are all things to consider. And as an operations person, it's really, really important to stay up to date on tools, on developments, on, on just the landscape in general. And so I, strongly encourage you to dive in and look at some of these resources and evaluate what you're doing. Put a critical 
lens on everything you're doing. Do you have a system architecture? Do you know where your data flows in? Do you know who's responsible for your various tools? Do you know who has access and why do they have access? Should they have access? Like these are all really good questions and they seem really foundational and very basic, but the fundamentals and making sure that your fundamentals are squared away will ensure that your tech stack stays secure and your company can be also secure, but then also that you can grow from it because then you have a really solid foundation. If you build yourself a house of cards operationally with a tech stack that may or may not work, may be digitally duct taped together, in the long run, when, a com when your company is wanting to add another tool to your tech stack, you're going to have to undo things to then move forward. So then it's always going to be two steps backwards to take one step forward. And so making sure that you have your fundamentals, making sure that you have these very basic things documented and you, everybody knows where to find that documentation will help immensely as your company grows and scales. And even if you are a Fortune 500 company right now, we have several clients that are very large organizations they didn't have any of this. And so when somebody leaves, that knowledge leaves with that person and it always creates a delay to then move forward. And it creates hiccups and, and um, bumps in the road that could be avoided if some of this was documented. Who has passwords to this? Who has passwords to that? Did we get, take away access? Did we give all the access that's necessary? Does every salesperson have the same access to all the tools? Do they know how to use all of these tools? So again, all of these questions that I'm asking are very, very basic, but so many companies overlook it. And one of the companies that I worked with in the past, documentation was drilled into us from the get-go because it's the single source of truth. It is the operating function for everybody. And it also allows you to work asynchronously really, really well. And so because we work across many timeline, time zones and every, some people may be in meetings and you may not be able to get a real time answer from people, but having that documentation gives them, anybody, a place to start and a place to find answers without always having to rely on another person. And so my team knows it here at NOR Group we in, instill that in all of our clients as well. Um, and that's one of the core functions uh, or key tenants that my team does implement at all of our, our clients is making sure that you have the documentation there, that people know how to find it, that it's always maintained and kept up to date. And you have to be intentional with your documentation and you have to be intentional with tracking these things and, and, future thinking and creating your strategic plan. A lot of times operations teams today are running around putting out all the fires and then they don't have time to be innovative, to help the company grow and scale. And so by having some of these foundational blocks, again, will allow the team to know how much bandwidth do they have to grow, scale, change, innovate, the way the business works versus running around just trying to keep everybody operating in kind of an efficient manner. 
And so my closing thought for you all today would be just understand your tech stack. Use these tools. If you've never seen the MarTech map before, go dig into it. The, the new MarTech map interactive tool, it is currently in beta, but go in, dig around, play with it. If you find errors, jump in and contribute. Um, and really just examine what your company is doing from a funda foundational, fundamental perspective. And if you don't have a system architecture, don't wait for somebody else to create it for you. If you're in the operations function, you create it and then go ask the questions. Like, you know what your team does. If there's another sales ops team, go ask the questions. Hey, I started this thing. I'd love to include your tools in it. Can like, so we can have a, an understanding of what all we're working with uh, or, and go talk to IT. And so it creates a conversation. And then from that conversation, it can uncover new projects. It can uncover new innovations. You may find that there's access to tools that maybe marketing didn't have the budget for, but customer success already bought and you didn't know. And so it just, it helps elevate what you're doing and how you're doing it. So Leverage these tools, know what these tools are, know where your resources are. If you're not part of some of these operations Slack groups, please, by all means, ask. Um, you can follow me on, on LinkedIn or Twitter, and I'm happy to answer questions. Join us in the NOR forum and you'll get access to other revenue operations leaders and like-minded uh, operations type people. And so leverage these tools and have fun with it. At the end of the day, what we do is a lot of fun and we get to play with some really, really cool tech. And so even if you can't bring some of these tools into your company, just knowing that they're out there on the off chance that maybe you get to integrate them, maybe you can watch that new company or technology grow, like, that's really exciting and, and seeing the explosive growth from 150 tools to almost 10,000 today, for me, that's exciting. Um, it's one of the reasons why I got into this space. And so uh, I have a lot of fun with what I do every single day. I make sure my team has a lot of fun with what they do every single day. We're passionate about data. We're passionate about technology. And so just seeing the explosive growth and the opportunity to leverage and create something unique, but beneficial within every single organization is just, it's really, really rewarding. So again, I'm Jen Cords. You've been watching me uh, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. We This is RevUp. We talk about various uh, news industry uh, developments, our accelerated time to close process, just revenue operations in general. Um, on a weekly basis, we're live every single Tuesday uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Nor sometimes is here with me. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about our accelerated time to close process and level four, stage four, where we're talking about feedback loops and where it's really important to have that communication, the two-way communication between sales and marketing to make sure that uh, you're getting 
the most real time data and you're both marching in the same direction and, and being able to be data driven. Um, so join us next week at 11 a.m. on Tuesday. Again, I am Jen Kortz, partner here at the NOR Group. Uh, please feel free to join us at in our forum at norgroup.com slash forum. And if you'd like to find out more about anything that my team does, it's just norgroup.com slash RevOps. So thank you for joining me today. Uh, again, I'll put a lot of these resources that we covered in the comments for this video. Um, and please ask questions. We're more than happy to share our knowledge and passion with you. So hope you have a really awesome day and we will see you next week.